I was thinking about uh I was thinking about the time during after my surgery. I said that awkward, I don't care, whatever. I was thinking about the time after my surgery. Um there there was a amount of time right afterwards where I look back on it with fondness. Um, it was an extremely difficult time, but there was something about that time immediately after the surgery that I, I really do look back with it with a lot of feelings of fondness, as strange as that might sound. I don't know, maybe it's not that strange, because the thing is, during that time, I was very happy to be alive. I was very appreciative of being able to have more life to live yet, as opposed to just having a few short years left that would just be full of an agonizing death. So... At that point, I knew I had the rest of my life ahead of me because I was going to have the rest of my life. And during that time, I was able to live, like, just really live in the moment. I wasn't worried about a bunch of stupid bullshit that I couldn't help. I wasn't wasting my brain power on the thinking about fucking shit. But, and, and it, I, was, I was truly living in the moment. And it was a good feeling. And I had everything to look forward to at that point. Excited to see what the future would hold. Excited to see where life would go. I was just glad to still be here. But then eventually that feeling went away. It, it slowly started to fade as as I, the more I got back in the going back into normal life, the more dissatisfied with it I was. And, and the thing about that was, it, it, it was frustrating. It was, it was fucking depressing. It was, it was downright maddening at times. I didn't want to go back to life the way it was. I went through this whole thing. I wanna I wanted to live life on my my own terms. I wanted to live a life where I pursued happiness and not money. But I was stuck going back to that for a while before I could figure out what to do 
to to um for figure out what to do to live my life on my own terms kind of I'm kind of talking with weird pauses here because my I'm trying to keep my goddamn brain from going a billion directions at once I'm trying to focus like every goddamn fucking teacher in school told me some some of them some of them I listened to some or some, not so much listened but some of them I appreciated the 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 advice to focus more than others others just just uh I, I guess the ones I appreciated more had, had kind of had advice on how to focus or whatever and then then, then the others the others are just like it's so what you gotta do you gotta focus and I'm like why 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 I gotta focus on the shit that that I don't know what the what what the fuck like I'm not gonna use this shit in my life I knew that I knew <laughs> so much of the stuff I learned in school like I, I looked back at like why the fuck do I have to learn this I'm not gonna use this again in my life like this is just what, what the hell is the point of this why can't I go learn things that interest me why can't I go learn things that I might use skills in for for as a job in the future like why why can't I do that. But I digress. We're not talking about fucking school days. We're talking about post-brain surgery days. And so the thing was, I went through this elated period. Just absolutely elated. I went through this gnarly surgery. They couple of surgeons opened up my head for many many for for a whole goddamn business day worth of hours they pulled open my head they took this fucking tumor growing in my neck that was growing into my brain stem and shit and that was gone they got that out of there and i had and instead of having a few crappy years left i had uh i had a few uh, had uh, many more years and I, I guess what I, why I'm bringing this up is, is kind of the parallels to the post-brain surgery stuff compared to the mid-pandemic stuff here. Because there's been a lot of parallels between these two experiences for me. And, and the thing was, I, I was just absolutely elated, right? And... And I wasn't satisfied going back to life the way it was. I wanted to make a new life. I wanted to live life on my own terms. But I, I didn't know how to do that. And it was that frustrating point where you know what you want to do, but you don't know how to do it. Like you recognize what you want to change. You recognize the problem that wants to be fixed, but you don't know how to actually do it. And that's what it was. It was just a very, just huge, gut-punching feeling of, I know what I want, but I don't know how to fucking get it right now. How the hell do I do that? And it took a little while. I had to go back to things where they were. I had to, I had to be 
dissatisfied with it for a while, but realize, okay, I'm going to use this dissatisfaction to my advantage. I'm going to use this dissatisfaction as motivated motivation to change. And so I started taking that mindset, uh, the fucking awful depression I was starting to get that I foolishly thought went away. <laughs> I, I I remember being just fucking mad about that. I after the surgery I just felt so good. I just thought that's how I was going to feel forever. Not going to feel like anything forever. That's the thing. That's I wasn't looking at the long term. I was just looking at that moment and just just assuming that 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 oh things have changed i feel i feel like i'm i'm like superpowers or some shit like i all of a sudden i i'm i'm seeing all this shit that i didn't see before the the, 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 the there had been more added to my perspective the fog had cleared out more had been added and I just figured I could just go my own way right away, but it, it didn't work that way. And I got depressed when it didn't stay that way. I didn't want to be doing what I was doing because it's what I had always done and it wasn't getting me to where I wanted to be And like I said, I was frustrated about that. So fucking frustrated. It's a frustrating thing when you, you recognize what you need, like, recognize you need change, but you don't know what to do about it. So, I took, like, so I took the dissatisfaction as motivation. And... Slowly, things started to work out differently. I just kind of let go of the bullshit in my head that was holding me back, that was holding myself back, because that's what it is. It was myself. It's, it's the fucking problem with society. We don't, we don't take accountability for our own actions like this. So, there's a lot of shit that happens in life that you can't help. But, uh, like, growing a goddamn tumor in your brainstem. But, but, but the, there's a lot of shit that you can. And there's a lot of shit that you let, hold, like, like, there's just a lot of shit that we, we hold ourselves back and we don't take the accountability that we're doing it to ourselves. And I guess there was a little bit of a realization of realizing, like, oh, I'm holding my self back again. I need to knock that shit off. So, let's let go of the bullshit. 
Just stop worrying about fucking whatever because the thing is so much of the time worrying about shit, having anxiety about shit, it's over stuff that that ended up not existing. So it's just like, okay, so I wasted all this time, this brain power and energy worrying about, worrying about something that never even happened in the first place, something that never existed. So, so fuck that. It's easier said than done a lot of times. <laughs> But I just let go of the bullshit and, and things started to come together. And there was this moment where I was working my the job. I had gone back to the job I was working. Um, I was working a delivery job. A damn good delivery job. I made really good money. Um, the company was a great, it was the restaurant I worked for. The, it was a good company to work for, good people to work for. They treated me so fucking well, and I I really am appreciative of that. I'm appreciative of Glass Nickel, for sure. And um, I lost track of I thought there was there was this whole thing where uh where uh, the uh, glass nickel had given me uh had given me a good chunk of money to be able to pay my rent when I wasn't working after the surgery. Like they just gave me like five hundred dollars without me asking for it, and I was just kind of like, and then all of a sudden like this money came into my was direct deposited into my account from them. And I was like, what? And one of the owners of the company was like, Hey, she was like, I got a little something figured out for you. It should be in your bank account if it's not there already. And I was just like, Holy shit. Thanks. Like (laughs) I see that I really needed that. This is fucking awesome. You didn't have to do that. And that's pretty fucking great. So, and so it wasn't i liked i liked the people i worked for i liked i liked my coworkers there it, it really was a good place to work but i'd done a lot of delivering stuff it was wearing on me it, i i was just i was sick of dealing with bullshit traffic and whatnot and that would stress me out and it was a really busy place and it, i was putting a ton of miles like 100 miles in a shift at least on my car which is kind of insane thinking about that, not leaving town and driving a hundred miles a night like that that was wearing on my car, and I realized that that was not gonna be sustainable in the long run because once I hit a f- big major repair it, I was gonna be in debt to try to have a job and stuff, and I'm like, I don't want to do this full time anymore. It's an okay part time job or whatever it's okay job to pick up if I need the money, but I want to do something different. I don't have this tumor in my fucking brainstem anymore, so I want to do something different. And I went back and I was working working for them and I was just things were were not going too well. And just uh in my head basically. Emotionally things were not going too well for me. And being the awesome company they were, being the awesome people they are, I remember my 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 supervisor telling me, "Hey, like, just do what you need to do. Just take like 
just take time to just take some time. Take as much time as you need. If you don't want to drive anymore, we'll find you a job in the kitchen or something else. You will have a job here. Which is fucking frustrating thinking about that right now because I would take up that kitchen job in an instant right now. I don't like working in kitchens. I don't last working in kitchens. Some fucking bullshit always happens when I work in kitchens. I'm just not a kitchen person. I'm I'm the front of house person. I should be bartending. I should be serving. I should be using my people skills. It's what I like doing. As much as I say I hate people, I I, I love people. But I do hate people. But I love people. I guess it's so much. Well, I, I like people. But uh, I, I hate society a lot of the time. I guess is a way, way to put it. So they told me to take as much time as I wanted. Just kind of sort things out. Figure out what I want to do. And... I can always come back and work in the kitchen. I can always come back, have my, my delivery job. I I can do what I want to do. And, and and I'm just frustrated right now because I've been trying to... I need a fucking job right now. But it's been really fucking difficult trying to find a goddamn job lately that pays decent, that isn't going to give me fucking existential, <laughs> existential dread from every day being the same, just mundane work. I just, oh, I can't do that. I can't do factory work and stuff like that. I just, oh, it, it, it drives me insane. It, it drives, it just, well, it doesn't drive me insane. Well, it does eventually. <laughs> it, it just, it, the boredom gets to me very badly. And when I get bored, I start to get really stressed out about it. When everything's the same and boring every day and I'm doing the thing, it's just standing in the same place doing the same thing all day, every goddamn day. Some people like that. I'm not one of those people. And I get bored and it stresses me out. And I just... it puts me in bad mental places and it's not worth putting yourself in bad mental places over money not if you don't need to but the thing is i don't i don't think you should be able to have to have to put yourself through bad mental places for money i think you just need to figure out how i think you just have to figure out how to make money in a better way which is what i'm trying to do right now and that's frustrating and whatnot and i just oh god if i was still if i was still in madison i i would be work i would be going back to glass nickel and working in that kitchen in an instant really i know i'd always have a job there but i'm not there right now and it's just uh, just another level of frustrating bullshit that's happening right now what was i talking about though I derailed myself a little bit or went off on a different rail. Um, but anyway, so they offered me the kitchen job, whatever. T- told me to take the time to do what I want. To, or to figure out what I want to do. So I took a couple weeks. Um, I, I, 
up until that point, I'd been working all the time. I had a lot of debt to figure get sorted out. I I was I owed money and rent and stuff like that. I so I just started working a bunch, and I, I probably shouldn't have really done that, but I did. What I should have done was just start working some, and then figuring out a good way to make money on the side, a good little side hustle or something, but I didn't do that. I, I kind of got stuck in the mindset of, oh, you know, gotta gotta work the job or whatever. So, it'd been a few months of just basically working all the time, working as much as I could stand, and then some. So I decided to take that time of not working, and... I was like, fuck it, I haven't seen much live music in quite some time. It'd been months, at least six months, probably more, which at the time, pre-pandemic, that was a lot. That was a long time for me to not do that. Live music was such a big part of my life. I, I was always playing shows. I was always just going to see shows of cool bands I wanted to see. And... I was thinking it would be nice to make that work somehow. It would be nice to work in a bar or a music venue or something. And I don't know. I'll think this over. And while I got the time to do this, I'm just going to I'm just gonna go out and see as much live music as possible. And I was basically going out and watch, seeing music pretty much every night for those two weeks because a lot of my friends and stuff were playing band, were playing bands were playing and uh, there was some other cool bands coming into town into that time I wanted to see and so I was just like fuck it I'm gonna go out and see all this live music and then I remember I was at this bar um it's called the Wisco um it was a bar I was a fan of before I had moved to Madison and it was it was just it's just this cool divey sort of bar it used to be a biker bar at one point in time um and some of that didn't go away the this there was still a very strong motorcycle culture that still existed in that bar there was a there was a very cool punk metal scene that existed in that bar there was a, there was a bit of a hip hop scene that existed in that bar because it was one of the few places in Madison that wasn't being stupid about booking hip hop shows. Um, there there was a lot of there was a, there was a very music centered culture to it. There was a lot of like visual artists that hung out in that place. There were, like I said, like there'd there'd be a hip hop show, and you'd see like the punk and metal kids hanging out watching, and vice versa. Like sometimes the hip hop kids would be watching the metal show, like thinking this shit was great. And it, it's it's a really cool place, and it's it has a very diverse crowd, a lot of people, and everybody gets along, and that's the cool thing. Like all these different kinds of people who really when it comes down to it we're all not that different we're all, we're all just a bunch of weirdos 
and we we could all like hang out in this place, listen to good music, and get along. And so I I thought that place was awesome. Like I had been to that place before I had even moved to Madison, just going to see bands play there and stuff. And I was a uh, it was just one of my favorite bars I'd ever been to ever, all time, and. So I, I went there, and uh, I had a friend's band who was playing, and I remember it was between bands, and I, I didn't really feel like talking to anybody at the moment. And, uh, well, the thing is, after the surgery, I get very overwhelmed um, by people's energies. <laughs> um, I used to always be able to pick up on it, and I don't know if it's necessarily that I feel it stronger now so much as that I am more aware of feeling it now. And so I was just kind of having a moment where I'm just kind of like, eh, I got to kind of go recharge a little bit. Kind of, it's just, there's a lot of people. And I'm just gonna go. I'm just between bands. I'm gonna go go outside on the patio and and just kind of sit in the corner and just kind of chill the fuck out without talking to anybody for a few minutes. And I was reading this story on my phone. It was an article about uh, Mike Scheidt from the band Yob, which is oh Yob is one of my all time favorite bands. Um, I've seen them live several times and they're just fucking amazing every time I see them have seen them um, I've met the guys that just really good cool awesome people who make killer fucking music and and um, I'd met Mike Scheidt like I said and uh, like I'd met I've met them all and just super cool guys and I see this interview of Mike Scheidt about he had been through this surgery um oh god damn it I can't remember what it was for it was some sort of intestinal surgery thing that had to be done he had to go into emergency surgery otherwise he would have been dead type of deal and this interview was talking about it was him talking about that experience of going through that experience uh, of realizing like I gotta do this or I'm gonna die and just the difficulties and the readjustments that go through that and using all those emotions and just focusing that into the music and then that ended up being their well it still is their newest album they haven't come out with one before that so because that album just came out at the time so he's talking about how how like how so how the new album was him just working through all these emotions and stuff going through this life-changing experience this life-changing experience where he's still alive and 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 a lot of the stuff that he was explaining i'm just like holy shit i identifying with this so fucking hard right now and 
I'm just I'm just into this article on my phone and just not paying attention to what's going on around me. And one of the bartenders who I who I was friends with, uh, she comes outside like having a smoke break or whatever. And then she sees me sitting over off in the corner of the patio by myself and she goes, Hey, are you looking you wouldn't be looking for a new job or anything right now, are you? And I said, yeah, actually, I, th- I kind of am. And then she's like, well, we need a door guy here because so-and-so can't show up to their job not being wasted or whatever. So we had to fire him, and we need a new door guy and this and that. And she's like, you think you would want to work here as a door guy? And I was just like, yeah. I definitely want to work here as a door guy. Because I was kind of thinking I wanted to get in bartending somewhere or something and whatnot and realized that's a really good way to get my foot in the door. And it would also be a good way to like learn how to run sound for bands, run the soundboard and stuff like that, because that was another thing I wanted to learn how to do. Maybe get into doing that for work. And, and got my foot in the door and worked as just as a door guy for a while but then eventually I became the main sound guy I became the bouncer captain <laughs> that's my boss called it um and then uh I, then there was talk of eventually getting me behind the bar for like maybe a shift a week or something the work start working me in the bartend too and so I, I could start doing all these things and I was like this is fucking awesome like I get to I get while I'm running sound I basically get paid to listen to music all night which is awesome like working the door is yeah boring or whatever at times but honestly it wasn't that bad of a job at all and the idea of being able to bartend there eventually was fucking... That was awesome. I'm like, this is killer. I can do three different jobs in one place. This is like what I need. I need this variety. I don't get overwhelmed by having to do different things. I actually... The way my brain works, like, give me that challenge. Give me give me that challenge and it will respond to it very well. Just give me a few different things to do at once and it will, that's, that's where it, that's a good place for my brain to be not doing the same shit over and over because then it just, it goes in the bad places. So shit was fucking rad. Life was in a good place. I liked my job. And it was a good thing. And then eventually the pandemic hit. And the pandemic hit at a very strange time for me personally. Because the thing about when the pandemic hit, it hit three years after my surgery. And the thing about three years being significant was that I was given three, possibly four, but more likely three years to live if I hadn't got the tumor removed. So here I am in the middle of the pandemic. My life just got 
ruined. They're just turned upside down and stuff. I think in the last, the first episode, I said flip turned upside down, all French, French Prince of Bel Air style. I just thought of that. Um, but it was a really difficult thing, and, and just having life disrupted like suddenly like that is very difficult to deal with, as it is. But it's another thing dealing with it when you have all these weird emotions going on because you know you wouldn't be alive. And then every once in a while I'd have this thought of, I'm alive, but I'm alive for this. Like I'm dealing with this shit. Because the thing was, the live music was part of, was mostly my, it was a lot to do with my work. It had a lot to do with what I was doing outside of work. And like I said in the other episode, if I wasn't at work, I was either doing music stuff or I was doing stand-up comedy stuff. And like I was saying tonight, I was living the way I wanted to live. I was starting to figure out how to, how to live the life I wanted to live and started to figure out how to do it on my own terms. And it, and like the, had a taste of that freedom and then it was suddenly gone and that's difficult as it is but then having the the emotional shit to deal with of knowing that I would have been dead but I wasn't but at the same time around the time that I would have been dead shit got all fucked up, and then it's just like, what, what do I do here? I knew it was gonna be a weird year. I fucking knew it. Like, it's just, it's very strange, specific emotions that, I don't know how to explain, that, that come to you when you live past the time you were given to live. And I was planning on just taking those emotions and using those and just channeling those into my music, channeling those into my comedy. And then suddenly when the world just gets fucked up and the whole, and everybody else is fucking not knowing what to do, it's it's a hell of a thing. And uh it was rough. And then suddenly things started to feel like they did when I started to get depressed going back to normal life after the surgery I started feeling very dissatisfied with life again the fucking depression started hitting really hard again and then like after the surgery, it was like either I'm depressed or I feel manic. And if I could just live in a manic state, 
if I could perpetually live in a manic state in a healthy way, if I could maintain that in a healthy way, I would do that. If I could take a pill to feel like that all the time and be healthy doing it, I would do it. Being manic feels great. It really does. You feel awesome. And then the thing is, a lot of times, once I hit that manic state, my creativity goes into overdrive. And that's awesome. But at the same time, you can't maintain that. And it's not like my brain will anyway, because eventually then it just goes the other way. It goes, it's the fucking roller coaster. It's it's extreme highs and then extreme lows. Not always a whole lot in between. At least not these days. Not in these last few years it hasn't been. Fuck. This is it's fucking difficult and And here I am in the middle of the pandemic realizing that my having these financial issues and just being worried about that shit. I should be concerned about it, but I should not be worried about it is the thing. And I'm sitting there like, I've been having some fucking financial issues ever since the surgery. So I'm sitting here mid-pandemic mid-pandemic financial issues which a lot of those were left over post-brain surgery financial issues because healthcare in this country is fucked and I was like fuck my, my, my underground heavy metal lifestyle slash stand-up comedy lifestyle did not prepare me for this which a lot of the shit that's going on, there's no way to have prepared for it, right? Nobody could have prepared for all this pandemic shit. Not not with how it came out. And I'm sitting here and I'm like, I, I feel like I'm stuck in a loop now. It's like all of a sudden it, it came back around came back around in a different way and then it kind of and then there then there's kind of like smaller loops within the bigger loops and everything's just looping around I don't know a lot of this shit feels frustratingly familiar it's at that point, I don't know exactly what I need to do to sort the shit out right now. And it's fucking hard because everybody's going through their shit. So I can't just rely on the things in normal life that I normally would have relied on. At least not in the way I would have. At least not in the way I know how to deal with it. Not with the whole rest of the world being all fucked up. Not with everyone else's fucking energies feeling off. 
Like, I'll go to the goddamn grocery store and I just, I feel anxiety off of people. I feel anger off of people. I feel depression and confusion off of people. And then, and then it's like I'm feeling that on top of all of my own shit. And then I just go to the goddamn grocery store and then, and then I'm drained for the rest of the day. Sometimes. It's just like, fuck this. Like, I'm trying to deal with my own shit, but everybody else has their own shit they're dealing with right now, too. And most of the people have never dealt with shit like this before, and they don't know how to do it, and they're, they're doing the wrong things. And then, and then it's frustrating to me because I see all this. And I could give people advice on how to deal with all this to at least some degree, or at least explain my experiences to them and but there's no way that people would understand a lot of it in a lot of ways the pandemic feels like the whole world is going through this sort of change that i started to go through during my brain surgery experience and i guess i'm just hoping that the world well i'm not hoping i feel like the world is we're not really going to go back to normal the way it was. We're going to go back to, as much as I hate the fucking term, a new normal. Things are changing right now. And people are being forced to look in themselves in ways that they never have before. Or maybe just looking into it deeper in ways they already have. People are having a hard time. Some people have been discovering new demons that they didn't know they had, which I'm glad I didn't have that problem. I haven't discovered any new demons. I've just just, just realized there's some old ones that I thought were better dealt with than what they were. So at least there's that. But goddamn. It's just strange fucking times. Difficult fucking times. And I just gotta figure out a way to get back to that feeling I felt after the brain surgery. That feeling of of truly appreciating life. That feeling of appreciating life and living in the moment. Because the moment is all that we really have. When you think about it. There's a lot of different quotes about this kind of thing. But they they all really get around to the same thing of present moment is all we really ever have because the past is the past the future hasn't happened yet so so technically the past doesn't exist anymore the future doesn't even exist so we just have the present moment because we're human beings and we perceive time in a linear fashion so we can't 
experience everything happening all at once. At least that's what I think. I've had some experiences with psychedelics and different non-psychedelic drug, but psyched, still psychedelic experiences after this brain surgery where I started to kind of see that. I think all that ever happened is all that there ever was. And everything's happening all uh, simultaneously. It's all happening at once. and But we don't see it that way as human beings. We, we see it the way we perceive time is in this linear thing when it's when it's when it's actually cyclical that's what i think and hopefully we can get out of some of these old cycles and loop ourselves through some smaller loops into a different bigger loop where we can have a new normal I think I'm going to end this here because I, I think that's pretty much everything I wanted to talk about. I don't know. I probably missed something. But uh, that can be talked about later or re-brought up again, I guess. So, anyway. Hopefully it won't be too long until I have the next episode out. Um... But until then, keep yourself well. Keep yourself physically well. Keep yourself mentally well. And uh, in the meantime, good luck and Godspeed.